When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, usually we do some fancy-pantsy open with with a read and all that stuff, but it just, you know, feels like we just got to get right to it. Uh, Bo Root is here, and uh, today we, I, I, it's Sunday night, it's about a little after 8 o'clock, and, you know, some people, you've always been the type of person that, like, makes me toughen up. Yeah. Like, you're... You know, some people have friends and they can be soft to it. To, like, they can go like confide in them and be like, yeah, you, can, you can cry, man. It's all good. Like, I, you're the perfect guy to, to do this Kobe Bryant tribute to because I think you are going to force me to try to keep it together because I've been a wreck all day. I, I was, you were my first thought when I heard the news because I think we all whether it's our friends or our family, we know when some, there's usually one or two idols in people's lives of all our friends and family. And we know that when, when that unfortunate day comes, it's, it's not just losing, Hey, this guy is somebody I've watched. It it almost feels like you've lost a friend in a way. Right. And so that's why, you know, you're, you're the one guy I know that Kobe was your guy. Yeah. And so I, I was really glad when you actually called and said, Hey, do you want to come? Cause I just wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah. I just wanted to come here, talk to you, see what you're feeling and just kind of discuss like what the heck just happened. Yeah. So, you know? I mean, cause you and I were just talking before. It's like, I don't, you never want to, when someone dies, all of a sudden you make it about yourself, but ultimately everybody, everybody's going through what they're going through. And all I can talk about is how I'm feeling. And I mean, yeah, you said like, Everyone has a few people in their life that come through that you you either met them, you didn't meet them, but you listened to their music, you watched their movies, you read their books, you, in this case, watched someone play basketball. And they they just do something to you. Like, when he played basketball, like, he did something to me. Like, something in me, in my heart, in my mind, like, he did something to me. Yeah. And... It is it is hard for people that don't know. I named my dog Kobe. <laughs> he's, he's outside the door. <laughs> he's right outside now. the pod door because if he's in here, it'll just be a nuisance. But I named my dog Kobe. I only have a handful of like you know guys. We don't have a bunch of like art. That's your only piece of art. The I'd only argue. piece of art is I have this like painting of Kobe Bryant, and yet it th- this like this really I'm I'm hard outside of of you know someone dying that is like your immediate family or like a really close friend i don't think i've ever had anything like shake me up more than this well i don't i don't know that i was thinking even on the drive over in our lifetime has has a sports figure ever died tragically young like this that that was yeah i was trying to think it was of kobe bryant's like genius and excellence before I couldn't think of anything. I I thought about Payne Stewart died in a plane crash yeah. in the '90s, but it, you know Payne Stewart was sort of not, not even, somebody yeah. that was even remotely. I think <sighs> you know, like, you like yeah, like I, a Kobe did. I mean, I literally the only things I could think of was like you know musicians like the Richie Valens, Big Bopper, Buddy Holly in the in the '50s, and then you got like a Stevie Ray Vaughan in the in the '80s died in, in plane and helicopter crashes. But I I can't for the life of me, think of somebody more, you know, accomplished and amazing than Kobe Bryant, like tragically dying young like this. It, yeah. it was, I, I couldn't think of so, it. So that tells you how unbelievably crazy what just happened was. It, it's uh, you know, so today's been a weird day because I, you know, I had to call a Creighton game today. And was it right during the game? So it was right maybe an hour before the game. I'm sitting with Kevin Kugler and he shows me his phone. And the very first report was from TMZ. 
And it's easy to be like, TMZ, you kind of go, no way. And, but then we, you know, we kept on like looking at it. And then for people to know, Kobe was, there was always the legend that Kobe would helicopter, instead of being on tr in LA traffic, Kobe would like helicopter yeah. to Staples. or So like him being in a helicopter didn't, like it made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then, you know, then for a while the rumor mill was going on, you know, what was going, and then when it got confirmed at the game, I mean, I've just been, you know, all of a sudden you're trapped in this, in this arena and you can't, I'd, I'd at one point I had to just walk away and go like hide in the corner. I've been on and off crying all day. We had to do a, we, you know, Kevin and I came on, we did a little tribute to Kobe right at the start. The only time I'd been able to talk, that's all, every time I tried to talk about him, I'd start crying. Somehow I was able to get through that, but I just rewatched it. It's pretty clear that I look like someone that had been crying. Yeah. And it just, uh, it's 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 been a surreal day and everyone's kind of it was amazing to watch around the arena when when the new you could see because everybody's on their phones now like yeah. just you could see one by one people all jaw dropping just hitting everybody it's huge i mean it, it's it's a tragedy it really is you know it's it's somebody that is in the prime of their life. I mean, the guy just won an Oscar a year ago. So it's not like he's 90 years old and he's riding no. off in the sunset. Like this is a guy with a lot left in front of him. And, and more importantly, the guy's got a family, his yeah. daughter. I mean, when I heard his daughter, that was more than anything that added. It, yeah. Like, I almost didn't believe any of it. Yeah. I was almost just like, this doesn't like, I just, it was almost like you just are hearing, you know, you hear everything's fake news and like nothing was hitting yeah. me real. And then when they said the daughter was with him, I, I kind of, that's the only thing that knocked the wind out of me where I just, I think I sat back and I just, they just thought for about an hour. I was just like, what? Wow. You know? And I just, I got out of the house. I went for a drive. I was like, yeah, it, it was, it's one of those days. Like, and it's just, uh, you know, it's so weird how, how could someone that you've never met, like I'm sure 99.99% of the people that are listening to this podcast how how could someone that you never met have such an emotional hold on you? It, it's I don't know if it's I I don't it's hard to explain. Uh, well, I I think that's that's where I felt comfortable yeah. crying publicly today. Like I I would cry. People would see me crying, and it was like they were fighting back. To, like it was it was it was like okay to like crying over Kobe yeah. Bryant was like, I get it, man. I under, I, I actually understand it because it is everybody in their life. There's a, there's just a couple people that you, you don't actually meet that you look up to and you, you idolize and you sort of, you take things from them and you model a lot of, of what you do. I mean, for you, it was, it was basketball and, and the things that he brought to the game and the, the mannerisms and the, the mannerisms. And the, I mean, you used to like mimic him as a as a as a young kid playing basketball. I remember just the way he moved, the way he the way he would his facial expressions. I mean, your friends used to make fun of oh, you. Oh yeah, that was the first thing I you thought were, of. You would you were constantly doing Kobe things, and we were all like, "Stop doing the Kobe stuff, Nick. <laughs> Nick, don't chew gum. Don't or, do the or fake the Kobe backpedal. I had do this the Kobe, Kobe backpedal <laughs> that I remember vividly. Most it, it got it was at its peak. Eighth grade. In eighth, ninth grade in that in that Runza Bison tournament. Yeah. Uh so we that'd have been in ninety nine, probably. Ninety nine, yeah. two thousand in that area, right when Kobe was hitting his yeah. you know, taking off. And I thought I'm this little white boy from Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm out there chewing gum. Chewing gum, Kobe backpedaling, snarling. And but, but that but that was a that was a it became a part of you almost, yes. right? So you take when when you the people that we look up to most, like that's who you take a part of them. You know, you take a part of them and you say, I think that guy's the best. And I, if I could take what he's got and use that going forward, that gives me my chance. And like, yeah. that's what, that's what happens. And so that's why I think people, you know, they feel so attached and so, you know, close almost to somebody they've never met. Yeah. And so I, I get that. You know, I do, I get it. And, but that, those were the first thoughts I had was, 
I thought of you guys. You as yeah. a kid and us just <laughs> ripping on me. But you didn't yeah. care. You no, like, I didn't. I literally did not care. Like you guys, I remember uh, we would, you guys as like the entire group, like it was like an intervention. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta like, stop it. I was like, you guys gotta, you gotta stop. You have to stop with this Kobe stuff. And I would just like, I loved him so much that I was like, no, I don't. No, I'm doing this. No, stuff. this so, is this is this is what you do. I, I, those are great. Those are hilarious memories. But that's but it, it's it, it's been around you forever since Kobe basically came on the scene. Like he was your guy. It was Jordan, and then went to Kobe. Yeah, and he. You know, because you try to sit there and figure out what it what it was about him. Because it's not like it's it's he was, in my opinion, the most offensively gifted basketball player of all time. Like in terms of just being able to put the ball in the basket with an array of abilities. I've never seen anybody like Kobe Bryant. It's Jordan one A, him one B, probably just in my book. But. On another stratosphere. Yeah. But there was something about him. His it was there was there was something about his mental approach that made you feel like you could do it. Like, you know how some people you watch and they're so great that you're like, I could never do that. But there was something about him that felt like human. Human. Because Jordan, he was Jordan was Jordan less felt human. superhuman. Yeah. Kobe seemed because because what made Kobe was to me all of the besides the fact that the dude was a, a freak athlete and all that stuff but like what made him him to me was all and I'm pointing at my head right here it was yeah. all his mind like he had a fire about him that just made you feel like and I think that was his thing is like I think he felt like Jordan was like I'm a god. You guys can't even. You can't do what I do. But I think Kobe's like you know you know the the Mamba yeah. thing and like I think his whole like I think I almost think his message to people was like it's in you. Yeah. I think it's the thing. That's the thing that bothered him the most at times where he was kind of a bad teammate because but it all stemmed from a place of like I know you have more inside you. It, it didn't work with Shaq in, in this. The stories have now been out for years, but Shaq's the biggest and the baddest, but he was lazy. Yeah. And those two things could not exist together. Right. You had Kobe, who was obsessively competitive and obsessively hardworking with a guy that wasn't, even though he's an unbelievable talent, but those, you can't have two alpha dog personalities that are not aligned right. in my book. And that was the problem is that, Neither one of them wanted to defer to the other, and the bigger and the badder one, you, you couldn't physically enforce him to do what you wanted. And so that was the reason why Kobe and Shaq couldn't work, in my opinion. I agree. It, it's just he had, he had a way about him that, that in a weird way was, was felt re like oddly relatable. And I don't even know if that makes sense. No, I, I, I do think you're right though. He's human where Michael Jordan seems superhuman to me. Like Michael yeah. Jordan seems so much more athletic than everybody else. And even more athletic than Kobe, which is surprising. But Kobe seemed like, Hey, you couldn't defend him, but he's going to barely hit the fadeaway. Right. He's just going right. to get in. Or like, he just is going to keep coming at you where that, I think that was part of what was so impressive with him. And he did it forever. I mean, he did it from 1997 to 2016. And it, and it was cool to watch him, too, as like, you found out there are people that are like similar ages to you, where he's only, what, six years, six, six years, years older than us, which old. is, which is cl relatively close. And to watch him, you know, when he declared for the NBA, he's got the Oakleys, the Oakleys on his head. So we just, and we've all, like, whether you like it or not, at one point you were a little... Punk. punk, yeah, a little cocky punk. We all, at some point, we all go through that cocky punk phase, and then you, I guess what he he just hit these checkpoints in his life, and always evolved the right way to me. And you know he you know he hit he had a horrible uh, remember was it the Utah series early in his career in the playoffs where he was terrible, yeah. but then he got better from that, and then. 
you know, then Shaq comes and they win and then it falls apart with Shaq and he kind of had to like grow from that where like, I guess I'm just like, I, I love watching people grow, hit different points in their life, clearly evolve for the better. And I'm not so sure there wasn't a guy that, the the, the saddest part about this was he, like there are some guys that look like they're going to have a hard time giving it up. He didn't he seem like he was in a great place? Because he's he's a really smart, creative guy. Yeah. And that's th the part that maybe even when I think he had a hard time relating to people early in his career because of that, he was a really different cat. I mean, right. he's a truly like a unique dude. And, you know, he's he grew up in Europe. In yeah, he was Philly. in Italy and he speaks a bunch of different languages. Yeah, but it, he's really smart and he's really like, creative and that sort of doesn't didn't work with 2000s nba if you remember right. the the culture of early yeah two, it yeah. was like it was like that was going through the, the the iverson like it was the iverson takeover of the nba yeah. and then there was like yeah just it wasn't it, it was it was it a bad it was it wasn't a great element for the respect towards guys who were you know very well-rounded it was like you had to be yeah, you, know, you had to be a certain way. And I think yeah. we all know what we're talking about, yeah. right? Like to be in a locker room in, you know, 2000s or, you know, late 90s, early 2000s NBA, it was like that wasn't the time to be a no, a, a, a smart a dude, thoughtful, a curious, thoughtful, curious because because that was I read there's a great story from Bill Platchkey of the LA Times who has been the columnist there forever, who came when Kobe came and it's really good. And he talked about how Kobe was such a unique... He didn't have an entourage. He said numerous times he'd walk with Kobe to his car. Kobe would be by himself. Like, Kobe was just a different yeah. a different guy, but yet hit all the... But with all that said, hit all the tunes to what we're taught. Like, was also could go to Rucker Park and like... Re, like, he could yeah. resonate with Novak Djokovic or with Jay-Z or with who like he he was able to he had this mass appeal that that is hard to find in and that's what the true icon legend superstars have and i think you know at these next couple of days and next couple of weeks where people are really going to sit down and realize what the heck just happened and you know he's one of the he's a he's generational right you only get that once every 20 or 30 years, a guy that's that good. Yes. And he's that sort of, he just has that sort of presence. He just like, he just has that thing about him that it's, it's bigger than, than the average person. It's just, he has that thing. And Kobe had it. I mean, you, you polarize him. You, people loved Kobe or they hated Kobe. I mean, right. forever it was that way. And it took him to the end of his career where you started to see it swing, where people started to love him. It yeah. started to finally go from that, like, 50-50 to like now majority people go, man, Kobe seems like a pretty good guy. And I think I think one of the things that even if you were one of those people that, you know, like didn't like Kobe, you respected oh. his his game his and his fight attitude and his attitude. Like because ultimately one of the things that I think he's one of the last of the dying breeds of is like. Because even as much as you and I are LeBron, we love LeBron. LeBron can be hit or miss with this at times. Of like, Kobe was one of those dudes that exemplified what I think a lot of people want of their athletes, in that they are they give a fuck, they they care, they're always going to fight, they're they're never going to quit. And I almost think some of like so you even the people that didn't like him had to respect those elements of him. Yeah. And the hard part was like the same thing that made him great was the same thing that got him into trouble because like he he was so he was such a fighter and had such a fire that sometimes he would be a ball hog and and try to do it right. himself and be an asshole and all that. But like it all stemmed from a a good place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's good selfish and there's bad selfish. Like he always was good selfish which i know is like an oxymoron but like he it all stemmed from a place of like wanting to wanting win, to win. It, it wasn't uh, so that's the one thing that i think if i'm if i'm trying to turn back the clock and remember some of the the narratives of of his career i think the only time of his life where he was 
misjudged was that like 04 to 07 where people thought all he cares about is scoring points and not even winning. Right. And I that's the part that I think is wrong. I think Kobe did want to do it do it himself maybe. That's possible. But I don't think it was only just about points. It was about winning. winning. He only, and that's yeah. the thing you figure out about him later is like he was about winning where there's plenty of guys out there that they don't really care about winning. They would love to see their stats look good every week. Yes. And they're not really driven to relentlessly try to do everything to win. I think he always was. Even when they weren't winning as much and his teams weren't as good, I don't think that changed. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. And I guess that's what I'm that, – that's what – at the end of the day, all fans want out of their players is that winning is the only thing that is that matters to them. And I really think he, he like he exemplified that to me. Yeah. Now, and again, because I like I said, I think some people misinterpreted some of the ball hog stuff. Like I really don't think that guy gave a shit about no. getting thirty. He just wanted to be like, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done to win. And if how I go about doing that. Sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes it's wrong. But that's my mission. Yeah, it, it took the rest of his like the rest of his career winning more titles and the way he sort of ended his career. People got a better view of what he was about altogether. Right. And then I think you can look back and go, "Oh, that's not what it was. That it, it was just what people. That's what he got pigeonholed into. Like yeah. pe- people said, that's what you are because that's what they wanted him to be. Right? Because they didn't like him. I don't no. think. No. And it just. You know, days days like today make you make you realize that just like fuck, life is short. This shit can get taken away from you like that. Like the sun came up today, and Kobe Bryant died. And I I just think the thing that's hard one one is like in the spirit of like man, you really want to appreciate everyone around you to the umpteenth degree that means something to you. And then you just, you reflect on your life and you, and for me, like, you know, I just, some of my, if I, if I were to die tomorrow, like some of my, some, some very special memories for me and, and a huge part of what made me, me was Kobe Bryant. As, as silly as that sounds, that's what it was. And so you're just, it's almost like, you no, know, cause your memories live on forever but there, there's almost like a part of me that there's a a part of me that felt like it died today in a weird way, and it's just and I don't want to get too like sappy with this stuff, but it's just been hard. Like to, it, I'm sure everybody has that sports death that that shakes them up. But like, not only does it shake me up, but it's just like the the way it went down, and yeah, he, it's it's. I mean, po- Nick, it, it's. Uh, it's unprecedented. I mean, I, I, I think the only one in my life, like a, an idol of mine, Paul Newman was my all-time yeah. favorite actor. I loved all his movies. I thought he was like the coolest guy to ever walk the earth. And so, you know, I'd growing up, I would play pool yes. thinking I'm Paul Newman, the hustler. <laughs> I watch his movies and I'm trying to do all his lines. And, you know, he died in 2008. And I remember like, it was similar, like probably what you're having today is like the people that knew me knew that that guy was my guy. Yes. And they're like, Sorry about the loss, right? And that's I'm like, I've gotten a million text messages today. Again, but that's my, what I—that's what I thought for you today. Right? I was and thinking it, about your loss today. It, I mean, because our one of our best friends, uh, Brian Goldsmith, Goldie, <laughs> married to your little sister. Yes, he, he played, Brian. and we've been friends with him forever. He played high school football with us, and he was your college roommate. And I mean, uh, I I wasn't here because I was driving back from Omaha, but. Goldie dropped off a care package at my house <laughs> in honor of Kobe Bryant's jersey numbers, a 24-pack of Coors Lights, and eight crown shots. <laughs> so I have I have a crown shot over there that I might have to I might have to toss we, one back. Oh yeah, for, for to, the for might the have man. to do one for Co- for Kobe. But but th- but that's the, it, Nick. It's like your friends know you've suffered a loss today, and that's what we've been thinking about I, more than like you know. I think we're all questioning, you know, when, like I wrote this down, I said, when, when you lose an idol or a hero, it really makes you question like your own mortality. And so I think we're all doing that, but I think we also know the people like you that yeah, everybody has it's that. Yeah. your guy. So we're like, man, Nick just lost like a part of himself. Yeah. And it's, 
Yeah, it, again, you just, I don't know what I'm, t- it's like life is so precious and so special that you just, you, you're so appreciative of the people that make your life your life and make your life better. And Kobe Bryant did that to me. I mean, every, like you, in my house, it was in my house in Omaha, like I said, that painting of Kobe, I like there, there are times, every time I come down here, I look at it and I just, it's, it's a picture of him. He's got, he's, he's kind of holding up his Jersey. He just, you know, and it, it makes me happy and it fills, it just fills me up inside. Wow. And yeah, it's just, dude, it's just, it's on, it's unthinkable. Like, and it's not, and that's, he didn't die of old age. He didn't die from cancer. He didn't die from something that he did like a drug overdose. Like he died in some freak helicopter accident, which how does that happen? I, and this, I hope this doesn't come off like it's in bad taste, but I was talking to Kevin today and we were, we were talking about the helicopter crash. And I said, you know what I bet? I bet if there's one guy that as the helicopter was going down was thinking like, oh, I'm going to survive this. No question. Like, I hope that doesn't sound bad, but like it's a window into like that. That was hit. Like he was, I, I, he, if there's a guy that thought like, oh, I'm going to, this is nothing. That's, that's Th- him. This is, end. this is nothing. That's him. That, that's, end. that's Kobe. Mm. And, you know, when, when you, I think everybody can relate to, you know, even Bill Plaschke in that story said, even people that work, de- I'm paraphrasing, like even people that work desk jobs, if they closed a big account, you felt like Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like anytime you did anything great, there was almost this feeling like that's Kobe. Like Kobe was like a verb for achieving great achievements. I can't remember. I, I, I literally, I, I, you know, I'm a history guy, and I can't remember a bigger loss in the sports world to somebody this young, like now, somebody that's achieved this much and died this young. I you, can't remember the the reaction. Is, I mean, and and it's not just that's why it's hard to be like because even today I was like, man, it's a devastating loss to the basketball world, but it's not just like. Tiger was Tiger had a comment on it. Tom Brady had a comment on it. Uh, all that Ronaldo had a yeah. comment on. Like he transcend. It, it was like some people are big in their arena. Yeah, he was one of those guys. Oh, he's a global. He's a, a uh, Obama released a statement. Trump re- released a statement. Like every this is a guy that transcends sport. Ever like it all. Yeah. And not a, like I just said, there isn't very. I mean, really think right. I mean, there aren't too many people in this world on, that could, on earth on earth that could pass away that would. The world stopped today in a lot of ways. And, the, and when it was going, if it tried to go on, it was it was moving on. Sort of like, are we really? Are doing we really going to do this? Are we mm. seriously going to continue on with life right now? And that's special. And it, it, it just. I don't, I mean, I, again, I, I was so excited. He had such a, uh, whatever was in front of him or whatever he set his eyes on, he was going to attack it with such, such fire and desire that I was just so excited to see like what, uh, and I mean this sincerely, like some guys when they retire or they're done playing, you you kind of know like you you're not all that curious what they're gonna g- go on. Yeah, and they're do going on the golf course. They're gonna go gambling. And do whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's, like man. Kobe. Kobe was one of those guys that like I was genuine like genuinely excited to see what that guy was going to continue to do to the, look in this what world. he did in about three years of being retired. Like Nick, the guy won an Oscar within three years of three being years. retired. You know how long it takes some people to like to even sniff being in an Oscar conversation, like their whole life, he just turns around and does it. And so it's, it's just cool. It it was, it it was cool to watch the little snippet of it, but it's just so sad that we aren't going to get to see that. And then there was an element too, that like, 
him, how he was with his daughter playing basketball, yeah, like gets to me. Because, you know, eventually I would love for Maeve to play basketball. And if she wants to play it, great. I'm going to support the shit out of it. If she doesn't, whatever. There's a, there's a princess crown. Her <laughs> princess, because, uh, you know, she's trending towards being more a princess. Yeah, in a, this tells me she's not going to be playing much <laughs> basketball. There's, this, be... this princess stuff, I don't know. But, <laughs> but the other thing uh, that was very, that was so cool about, like, he was really transitioning into being like someone that, and I get all the fucking 04 Colorado stuff. Like I get it, guys. Like yeah. I know, young dude but, in the NBA, and like, and, and, and he, like around, okay, right. like we're supposed to a guy makes uh, makes a mistake, and I can't applaud him for learning from it, becoming better, and clearly being like a great father. Like get the hey, fuck out of here, okay? Not, so spare me this shit. If anybody yeah, right I, now is like, oh, like, but I'm not judging anybody. He That's he was, and I'm serious as like he was. Uh, he wasn't he was becoming and I didn't realize it till he died but he was becoming an inspiration to fuck to like to, as a dad like because he was so like there's all the great videos of him with uh, Gianna like talking to her at the game and like he would coach her and then the other thing that was cool was like he understood the importance of uh role models and so he would he took her to basketball took her to WNBA games and he became a, and I'm not I'm not gonna front like I'm a huge WNBA fan but he was like super supportive of of the WNBA and that's all for her you mm -hmm. know what I mean like that's all for Gianna to be able to see that stuff because it's so important as a child because like what, what he was trying to show Gianna was like what Kobe was to me mm -hmm. and like that that's the thing that maybe it's gotten me today. It was like I looked up to him on the basketball court, but like I didn't know how much I was like, you know, you don't you don't realize stuff's happening in your brain, but like Yeah, he he just had all of a sudden become like a like a I was getting I was like, God, that's how you fucking do it. That's how you that's how you parent and that's how you would support and that's like what that's supposed to look like. And so for someone with a with a daughter, that shit was like getting to me, yeah. you know? Ah, oh, fuck. I thought I was going to make it, but I'm not making it. But, <laughs> but you, know, you know, if that makes sense at all, like it. It does. But I, you've, <laughs> Nick, you've always looked at him differently <sighs> than you looked. Like you've always loved him and LeBron. But LeBron was your like almost like a peer to you because he's the same age. Yeah, old class, but the you've same always class as us. looked at. I've Kobe. looked up to Kobe. I don't yeah. look up to LeBron. It's that's hard to look up to someone that's your age and so like you never thought about him the same way. No. Kobe, you saw as the older guy you could look up to. Even when LeBron, maybe like at times you're like, there's. I more think LeBron's better than like like if we're if we're going yeah. to the conversation like if I'm my all five like I think LeBron's or or Le like, LeBron's maybe even a more similar to you in a lot of ways. Yeah, but. You never looked at LeBron like you looked at. Kobe. That's a great. I didn't. I didn't realize that either until you said it. But that's true. I never. I never looked up to LeBron. To LeBron, but I. I always looked up to Kobe, and yeah, it's just. It's. Yeah, you never tried to play like LeBron. No, never. Like you, you would always try to play like Kobe. Yeah. The, that was and, and again, I, like I said, like play for people like, that for people like. that like. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, he's your favorite, right? Favorite, yeah. Bruce, his music and when he sings, it does so, like something. Something's firing in your brain and something's firing in Inside your you soul. Yeah. And for for you, insert this for for someone that's uh, whatever, like insert someone that loves acting when when. You know, Meryl Streep or Denzel, they do something like it just fuck it, it fire your, your soul lights up. Yeah. You connect with it on a level on that a, you can't maybe even understand yourself. And that, you, and that, that is, that is maybe the most pure form of like that, that is besides love, that, that is like the one because that emotion you can't fit, like yeah. that feeling you get is real. And when, when he, I, he just was, it was when he was on the court, it just did something to me. Mm -hmm. The way he moved, the way he played. Now, I was basically like exactly like Jordan, but there was something about him that just it did something yeah. to me. And do you have, 
You know, because it's weird because for like Jordan has, I think one of the things that also makes Jordan so, I mean, he's, he's the goat, but like Jordan also has like Rolodex moments that you can like be like, this is my all time favorite Jordan moment. Yeah. This, 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 like Kobe didn't have as many, you know, he had the one shot to beat the Suns in the playoffs that was a that was great. He had the 81 point performance. He has the against Portland crossing over uh the, and lobbed the, a shot. That to me is still that's the play that if you say if you if I have to think about Kobe, I probably think about that first. Yes. Even though yes. Shaq's involved, like it, it's that is the play of that's of those Lakers years that when they were the most dominant, like that was the signature play. The you know what what game I love too that was just a horrific basketball game. Do you remember game seven of it Celtics, the Celtics yeah. Lakers? Terrible at, game and then I they, mean it was it was <laughs> it was the type of game even like Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, John Starks, and those guys are like, guys, this is bad. This is ugly. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a because that was a bunch of fucking tough. That was KG, Ray, Rondo, and Coat like and co and then all those at Ron Artest, all those guys. It's a fist fight. It's a fucking fist fight. That's how game sevens usually are. Mm-hmm. Even the even the 2016 Cavs Warriors, that game was awful. Oh. But just because game sevens, the anxiety of a game seven. And Kobe shot it terrible. But one of the things that was, do you remember Artest hit the big three and Kobe passed it to him? Yeah. And that was like, that was a cool like is it, like you talk about like the, the evolution of like Kobe would have been the type of guy like you know, there's like memes on Twitter of like, like eight people on someone and Kobe shooting it. You know, like you know that's how he would be. But like in in Game Seven, he passed it, and so that that was something that was cool. The other thing that uh, that when when you try and think about one of the things I love about basketball is there is a natural hierarchy of alpha dogness that emerges as the game unfolds Mm -hmm. right and 2008 redeem team playing spain in the gold medal game and spain was good gasol brothers all like good and and that team was like it was a real game you know like it was it was it hard fought and when Shit got real in that game, and that totem pole started ten, to get formed. Ten alpha dogs, ten turned. alpha dogs. LeBron, Wade, all those guys, like all those, and kind of sne- it wasn't like those guys were like. I mean, look, I mean, it's oh eight. Braun is like coming into his own. Mm-hmm. Wade is like you know Durant, Durant, Durant was on like, the team. Yeah, yeah. All, I mean, Chris Paul, all those guys, and I thought it was telling that in that moment. Who emerged as the top guy? Kobe. I don't want to say that's got to be his signature moment. But that's up of, there. That might be because that tells you the more about Kobe than anything is. He's the only one of those guys out of all those guys that that no matter what he has to be the guy. It when when it came time to like okay are we all those guys in there and that, again that's right it just like naturally happens, but when it became the big moment. And all those guys are going. We want to win this game and win a gold medal. Who's the? Who are we? Who's where the is assassin? This going? Who's the assassin of us supposed assassins? There was one true because that's who you go to. There can only be one There's, on every team. And when you got all those guys together, there can still only be one. And that was the guy. That is one of my favorite Kobe games. And and. Not that you didn't know it already, but remember Kobe, this was before he had then won his next two with Gasol and when Powell came to mm-hmm. him. So there was an element of like, you know, did he win? Because There was narratives of like, he only won because he has Shaq, yeah. all this shit. And I I just remember, I remember watching that game and walking away like, oh, not that I didn't necessarily think it, but like, oh, he's, he's, He's the fucking chief, the top dog, the alpha, and and because I also think one of the things that's the feather in Jordan's cap is on the dream team. We have the poster that we got. Yeah, we're hanging up in the pod room. You watch any of those dream team documentaries? To a man, who do all of them 
bow to, defer to, and go, that's the guy. When Bird and, George and Magic go, that's the guy, that, you know that's, that's the, the guy. guy. Yeah. And, and to me, in 08, in, in, that, in that gold medal game, that was that was a pretty that was a pretty big that's a pretty big feather in the cap to me of like this dude this dude this dude rose up to that level it tells you a lot i i do it's amazing those that and the that's that's up there with my number one sort of what i consider like the the things i'll remember most about kobe yeah and then obviously 81 points do you remember where you were, where you were when you hurt? Because I didn't see the game, but I remember hearing about it. I didn't see it, so I don't remember where I was. I was in Lawrence, Kansas, and it was like there. And I just remember the guys being like, "Kobe at eighty-one," and it was like, "Holy sh!" And the beauty of that game is that the Lakers, like, they needed it. It wasn't like a, you know, they were they were. It was a forty-point blowout, and it was like, oh, let's see how many points Kobe can get. Yeah. Like they needed Kobe to to score, eighty one. I, I honestly think eighty one, eighty one points. Kobe scoring eighty one is more impressive than Wilt scoring a hundred to me. It's easily more impressive because in the modern NBA right now, like if you have a forty point night, you went off. Yes. Okay. So how often do you see fifty point games? A couple times a season, maybe. I mean, maybe. Never see 60, you never see 70. So to get to 80, to 81 is crazy. And then, okay, and then we obviously, like, as much as you can hate this if you want, uh, his final game. So that, his, maybe I'll take that back. His final fucking maybe game. Maybe that's his best moment, which is, it, it did He scored mean, 60, right? He scored 60 in his final game, which... Is almost as insane as the eighty one because because yeah, he was shot he was like that was the time he was just shooting it yeah but the fact that he could do it that tells you that like that's such he's so freaking good that when you're supposedly washed up you can choose to get sixty and and on your final like that this is it every because he had the whole farewell tour like so everyone yeah. was everyone knew this was it this was going to be the last time. He's on the Staples Center floor, and the dude puts on a show and goes for 60. That's just it, though. The, the great ones, they know how to rise to the moment, and that's what they give you. They give you those memories. They give you yes. those amazing, you can't even understand what just happened moments. And then there's obviously the other, as I'm just going through the other memories, tearing his Achilles and, sh- and making two free throws. Mm-hmm. Just, to, and just to nut up and say, look, what it, this is how you do it. Just, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to step to it. Yeah. And not only to shoot the free throws, but he made those things. And I remember someone asked him, and the audio somewhere on the internet, like someone asked him about that. Like, how did you, how were you able to, you know, overcome the pain? And like, and, and his story was, if, and this is kind of sad, he was like, maybe it's sad because of what happened today, but he was like, if I have a, a torn, like my hamstring is torn completely, like it is torn completely to the point where you supposedly can't walk, yeah. but all of a sudden my house is burning and I need to get my family out of the house. Do you think I'm going to be able to get out of the house? Yeah. I think I am. Yeah. He goes, therefore it's in your head. Yeah. But you gotta love that because See, there's that, so like, many soft guys out there, right? That you know they roll around the ground for an hour, and right. he like, I, you know, I, I you're talk big about on that. I'm, I'm big on this. Like that's the part where you know I I need to get over some of the old school stupid stuff, like you know hits to the head and things. Like I need to come around farther on that and just be like protect players, great. Sure. But the whole laying on the ground thing, the whole you know rolling around and really soaking it up, being carried off by like. You never lay in the field, and you never lay in the court. And like Kobe Bryant, like the the not only to tear your Achilles, and then to say, "Well, nobody's going to make these free throws probably more likely than me, so I'm going to shoot them." <laughs> and then and then he, and then he walked off. The and court. Then he walked off the court. And that's walk- just like that's just a pride thing. That's like a 
that's a toughness thing that's it's inside you, and like that's the part I that's that's I've never respected Kobe more than probably because, that because and here's the thing too with him is like there's a lot of guys that that are fake tough like fake like yep. like he is for real like that that guy is a for real. For real tough. For real, for real. Di- just just built different. Yep. You know, even the... <laughs> Gibbs and I used to watch this replay over and over in a loop because we still think it's amazing. Have you ever seen when Matt Barnes... Oh, yeah. Throws Matt, in his face. Matt Barnes pump fakes the ball to get the ball. He's defended. So people need to look this up on the internet if you haven't ever seen it. Kobe Bryant had just gotten into it with Matt Barnes. And he is, Matt Barnes is taking the ball out and Kobe's kind of on the ball, but kind of just standing there. And Matt Barnes, before he throws it in, like pump fakes like he's going to throw the ball at Kobe's face. And the ball, I mean, how close, the ball looked like it got an inch from his face. I'm I'm twitching back so quick. I mean, there's, I don't know how you don't react. I don't either. And Kobe doesn't even like not 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 an inch, not a centimeter. He doesn't move. Doesn't blink. I doesn't don't think. blink. Doesn't move. And just had this look on his face, like please. Uh, you oh, think, I mean, it's- you, like so. Th- there's there are elements of of him that were like I say there were like I started out saying when he was like there was like a relatability, but then there also were moments where it was like God, that is just some next level. Like there were moments where you'd be like that's some next level mental toughness, you know. Yeah, I think those are the some of you know some of the things that are going to live on the most about Kobe Bryant. It's going to be those little things like that. I think yeah. it's the toughness, the the fearlessness that you know what yeah, he the was pumping. He's fearless, and he's just like his work ethic and mindset was just incredible. I think those are the things, like more than his highlights. Jordan's highlights yeah. are a bazillion times better than than Kobe's for some reason. I don't know why his are more memorable than Kobe's, but Kobe's going to have his things that are going to live on that are going to be uniquely Kobe's. Yes. You're, you're right. I mean, he had a fearlessness. Like, I wrote down fire, will, desire, fearless. Those are the four words I wrote down yeah. for him. Like, that are pretty much, like... The only other people that I would even put in the same area of those would be probably Jordan and Tiger. The way the way they the do way, it, the way it they is, the way they're built, it, they and, they are the killers, the assassins, the the closers, the whatever it is. Those guys are that. Yes. they are that, and it's it's a unique gift they have. That's that they're the best, and they're also mentally the freaking like. Just the different. Frickin- They're just like think of like the toughest guy you know, and and they're not like even close to the same. The competitiveness, the competitiveness, is, and just all that is totally different. And I mean, just, he's on he's on the. You know, there's the whole Bill Simmons thing of like the aliens come down and we need to play a basketball game. Like the one thing that that Kobe might not be in your in your five of trying to like piece together the perfect team necessarily. But at the same time, like if, if your life's on the line, your life's on the line, give him the ball. Like, right. Like I want you to go through the Rolodex of all time, great basketball players. And here comes the alien from outer space. And they, it's one-on-one that player gets the ball. They score. You live. He's in about a group of about five that I say, if my life's on the line, I trust those five. He's probably he's in that list because a huge part of it is like if he looks at you and says like, I I won't let you down, yeah, or I'll trust me. But but that's that was like (laughs) that's how he was built, yeah. And I just don't know like, and again, you don't want to. You don't want to go. No, I mean, because some of the some of the some of the old man takes of like kids these days. Also, I just don't know how many guys are built like him anymore. Well, I, can you even can you even be that way anymore? I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's possible to be made up the way he's made up in the in the modern world we're living in. It's 
going to be harder and harder to be an assassin. To be a Tiger, a Jordan, or a Kobe, it's going to get harder and harder because there's a lot of ruthlessness you almost need right. to do that job. To be an assassin? Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. you, it, well, it's a ruthless we're, we're, we're job. In this, we're, we're in this world now of... And, and I'm not necessarily hating on it because it is what it is. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm for player mobility. But Kobe, Kobe never struck me as a guy that would go and want to, like, he, he wasn't going to leave and team up with a bunch of people. No, he's not built like that. And, like, that's also the other thing that, like, is cool about him where he, he, he could end up being the last all-time great to be built like that, spending his entire time at one franchise and mm-hmm. deliver. Mm-hmm. The only other guy that might end up being like that is Steph, but Steph just does it in a different way. Yeah, he's a different kind of player. And so I also think there's, you know, they're also in in hit, looking back on his career, like he's he's the last of 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 kind of that old NBA a little bit too. Oh yeah. Cuz he was more old school I mean, he he's '90s. He was late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, that's that era is dead yeah. for the most. I mean, everybody else is gone. Right. The 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 played in that era. I mean, nobody's still going. I mean, I only cried once. Do you have anything else you you got? I mean, we can wrap it here. We're at about an hour. We're at 50 minutes. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just. I'm glad you called. This. This was, was good. A, I needed. To, I needed to get this out. I, I I wanted to talk to you, and I just think. It, you know, this is a guy that's, he's not just another guy. He's not another ex-athlete that just died. This guy was something more. And I, and some people might not have known that till today. But like when this guy, now that he's gone, it's like, I think people are going to realize just how big, just how unbelievable this guy's career and this guy's just sort of multi, multi-faceted abilities are. Yes. He's a special guy. I mean, to come into the league like he did, I mean, he just, and yeah, like you said, I mean, the way that he's just a truthfully special, special dude and a, yeah. a, spe- a special player, a special personality. He's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. I mean, you got to, like say, heart, your heart's got to go out to the families of the, not just to his, but the people, because there was, I think, some other yeah, there was, kids yeah, in some the other plane. Kid, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad, but. He's a guy, too, that like. I was really looking forward to him. Like he, he just seemed like he was the last couple of years. He looked like he was just going to age well, if that makes sense. And and like, and it was. It's been really cool for however. If you want to be cynical, like he has really embraced LeBron being a Laker, yeah. and like his, you know, because that's the other thing that's just crazy about the universe. LeBron the night before passes him on the all-time scoring list, and. His not that this fucking matter. His last tweet, Kobe's last tweet was you know something. Congratulations to LeBron James, all that stuff, and like it's just it's, bizarre, dude. It's just like they like that's that's such eerie stuff. Like that, the fact that that happens, like LeBron's there, that happens. I mean, that's just eerie. In then, Philly, it, in, he did it in Philly, where where Bron or did where, it in Philly, didn't in, he? It where Kobe. Well, grew get, up after he moved and now, to Italy, and, and now America. the Lake, the Lakers, and the, and the Clippers, which is like the biggest matchup of the year, is Tuesday, and you know everybody's going to be a freaking mess. A it's going to be. I don't think, Ky- be a mess. I think Kyrie Irving couldn't play. Kyrie Irving chose not to play today because he couldn't. He couldn't do it. I, mean, I, mean, I was worried about like for for the the game today between Creighton and Xavier, like because again, kids these like that's yeah. the that's their. Like I know Mitch Mitch Ballock wears twenty four because of Kobe and all those guys. Like I was I was like, man, if the news gets to them, which I think it did, are these guys going to be like pretty shook up to play? Yeah, I mean the, the NBA is a tight knit group. This yeah. is a this is a league where the the players are friends with each other. Right, they are all really, and the bigger stars are all seems seemingly pretty tight with the other stars. And so guys like LeBron, like he's wearing the Lakers jersey, he's going to go play in Staples Center on Tuesday, and like. That's got to be freaking nuts. It's I can't even be, imagine that. Yeah, I. I that's gonna be that's gonna be quite the scene. Because Nick, that's like you know, think about the way LeBron feels if like 
like you looked up to Kobe. I know LeBron looked up to Kobe yes. and then became really good friends with Kobe. Yes. And he probably knows his family. And then you got to go play. I mean, oh my God. I just, you know, I was so excited to, to watch him go into the Hall of Fame and like be his career be celebrated and him to because he you know what the other thing that's that's great about him is like he he really appreciates the game on a level of like appreciating all the guys that came yeah. before him yeah and that that matters to me like I like that that matters to me to like you appreciate everybody from Russell to to Oscar Robertson to Kareem to Pippin to Barkley like he had a reverence for this sport that you knew it was going to mean a lot to him to celebrate his career to be celebrated just cuz he loves the game so much not not every athlete is thoughtful and he's a guy that's very thoughtful he like like saying he understood what it all means and he was going to uphold that and support that. And I think that's cool. Like, as people that love, you know, it's cool when actors have a have a true reverence for other actors. Or musicians have a true respect for other musicians. Yeah. Or football players, whatever, whatever it is. He had that. Yeah. And his mind was, did you ever watch some of the detail stuff with no, him? No, I never watched it, but I wanted to see it. It oh, looked good. It was, it was really really cool like just i mean again just he he there was because that, that it shined through like he he loved every little detail about the game and he saw it. i'm sure he saw things that like who else oh, sees yeah. that i know? mean it was it it was really really good uh -huh. so i only cried once i got choked up a few times hey this is this i was needed, needed you i'm so glad you came because yeah, i wanted to record i was going to record something tonight and i if I'd have been alone, again, you make me like I don't, I cannot be soft around you. It would have just been. You're my coach. You're, you're, you're been, the. Ah! Oh, it would. It, seriously, it would have been stupid. It would have been stupid. You would have just been like people would have been like, why did it. I click on this podcast <laughs> to listen to this fucking 35 year old guy cry for 28 minutes? I mean, you know what I mean. I, I wonder what. Yeah, if you would have just been down here and like on, that, an, on another level, I was down here. I mean, Mava's been looking at me and like, you know, like, are you, what is wrong with you? Because I've been down here, like, I'll read that Bill Platsky piece and I'm crying. Mm -hmm. I watch uh, some, I watch Doc Rivers, they got interviewed and oh, couldn't, was couldn't even, like, cry. Uh, watch just some highlight reel of COVID, cry. But something about you, you walked in here and you manned me up. No, well, I did, I, that wasn't my, my purpose. My I just, like I told you from the beginning... My concern was was you today because this is this was one of your guys and not that like it didn't bother me it did but I just knew like I said that some with with, with people that it matters like that they're yeah. their guys it's just it's like truly like you lose somebody you know yeah so. that's what it feels like today that that's exactly what it feels like today so man I mean you know how it is the in the coming days there's going to be some pretty amazing. Uh, uh, tributes, and, tributes yeah. and videos and every stuff just like I'm gonna try to sponge that stuff and soak it up man and the other thing too not to get all like I mean just again like I said this is just a reminder of just fuck man at any moment at any moment this shit can be just I mean, my, gone I, I bet you there's a there's millions and millions of people around the country and the world having this that conversation like the Oh my God! It can be over tomorrow. If Kobe Bryant can die. If Kobe Bryant can die at forty-one years old. You know why would you live a miserable life that you're not enjoying to just to get to a hundred? Like you right. know, I, I don't. Know, me yeah. and my wife were talking about this. Like this, live forever or live now because and it's like that's what the day did. It made you think and talk about these. Things. It just uh, and and to me, it just makes me where where it takes my mind to is make sure. You are just appreciating. Appreciate. Mm -hmm. There isn't enough appreciation, I think, in this world anymore. Like, appreciate. And not just, like, your friends and your immediate, but, like, appreciate someone like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Appre like, whoever right now, if you have a favorite player, you think in your Rolodex of people that you've enjoyed, just, like, appreciate them, man. Enjoy the heck Enjoy out of them. Enjoy the hell out of them. Like, you said in the, in the, the, 
sports moments of 2019 of like about tigers like these people the thing these people give you they give you they these, give you greatness these, these moments yeah. in your life and they give you they change your life and you just gotta appreciate it man so yeah. god damn kobe bryant r.i.p brother god that one hurts uh all i know is to honor kobe I'm gonna channel my inner mama mentality and just not cry right now. That's that's what I'm. That's that's the plan at this point. Chew chew gum, chew gum, scowl, be I, tough. I think we should go out. Chew just gum, go out chewing scowling. gum, being tough, because that's what Kobe would want. Kobe Bryant, love you, man. Love you. Mamba out. Production.